Uh, another big weekend of footy. Round number 17 has come and gone, and uh, here to break it down for us is three-time Premiership player and Fox Footy presenter, Cam Mooney. Cam, good afternoon. Hey, how are you, buddy? I'm doing very well. Uh, really enjoying the footy season. How about you? Uh, I am. I am. It's, uh, it's becoming quite clear that uh, there are two teams, really, that are uh, right at the top. And everyone else at the moment might be playing for third, fourth, and the rest of the position. So, um, look, Collingwood and Port Adelaide look extremely strong. Still backing DeLong to do a little bit of damage come the end of the year. But uh, right now, we're just seeing two really strong teams right at the top. What sets them apart? Because clearly, they're a class above. Well, I think with Collingwood, they're just, you know, we saw them building into a team last year. Um, they're exciting. They move the ball quickly. They're attacking, but they defend extremely well. And they're just happy to be out there. I mean, that's it's a big... Sometimes people forget. But when you're happy playing all those type of things, and you can see that's what Craig McRae really brings to the group. Just And when you can do that and you're loving your footy and things are going well, I can tell you, when I was at Geelong, it's the greatest workplace in the world when things are going well. But when things are going poorly, it's one of the worst work, workplaces in the world. Yeah. So right now, both teams are on doing the same thing. They're just really enjoying their footy. They're playing good brands of football. And they're clearly the two best teams in the comp. Nick Dacos, where does he rank amongst the best young players that, that you've ever seen? Uh, oh, look, at the moment, yeah, absolutely. He's right there. I mean, uh, we talk about... Chris Judd is probably being the best young man that we've seen come in in the last 20 years. Um, you know, and he's got to be right there, Dacos. Um, you know, Joel Selwood was absolutely brilliant, but not even Joel was putting up these numbers. Um, but it is amazing we're playing. We are really playing a different game at the moment. I mean, uh, if we were playing against Collingwood back in the day, we would have had Cameron Ling sit on him, and I reckon he would have about 10 touches. But... For some reason, many taggers aren't the go at the moment in the AFL, and uh, we're seeing players running around basically on their own. And uh, you know, good luck to him. He's he's doing an unbelievable job. He's a uh, he's a ripping human. So so is Josh. Uh, they're just really good. Two young men. When you talk to them, they're well mannered. They're polite. Um, you know, they're not arrogant, and they're both very very good footballers. So Collingwood are very lucky there. The only problem is Sweet didn't have more kids. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, geez, uh, the Dacos brothers, they're playing some fantastic footy right now. You, you mentioned something interesting in the fact that if you were playing Collingwood back in your day, uh, Cameron Ling would have been going straight to him as a tagger. What else would your Geelong team have done back in the day to, to counteract what the Pies are currently doing? Oh, look, I think, well, clearly we are playing a different um, era at the moment, the way that... I guess we would have been extremely physical against them, but it's, sometimes I think the physical game is really, it's really hard to play that game now with uh, the amount of suspensions players are getting. But um, look, I think we would have tried to slow them down. I think that's probably the biggest, biggest key with them right now is you can see them running in, in waves. Uh, you know, it's exciting. Um, you know, it's something that we used to do a lot of, just run in waves and handball and you know, you get two, three, four handballs and all of a sudden you've got someone out who's just screaming forward and you've got an open forward line. So to slow them down is probably the key. Uh, but how you do that, you know, that's, that's a real challenge. You've really got to deny them the ball as much as possible. Um, you know, but their pressure is outstanding. Mm. They turn the ball over as quick as anybody, particularly through the midfield. And 
once they do that, they're away. So what about the rest of the top four? Do you, do you think the top four is set, or do you see the likes of an Essendon, a Western Bulldogs, Look, or, think, or the like coming up? I think Brisbane um, I think Brisbane will be a lock for a top four. Uh, I, I'm still not quite there on Brisbane, particularly come finals time, um, and I'm not particularly there on their forward line uh, when, when the big moments come. Um, but, you know, hopefully they can prove me wrong for, for Brisbane people. Uh, Melbourne are the one that I thought at the start of the year. I picked them to win the Premiership, Melbourne, and I think their list is is one that they should walk away with at least, you know, two or three Premierships with this list. But I've, you know, starting to really waver on the way that they've been playing. I know they've mm. had a good win on the weekend, but their forward line looks... They're, they're really struggling in their forward line. Uh, they had to push Petrarca forward a little bit last week. Uh, obviously, Oliver missing big chunks of footies really hurt them. Uh, Rich is out as well. So yeah. they're, they're ones that I'm just yeah, a little bit wavering on at the moment. I think Essendon are the one that are a real surprise. They've got a really tough run coming up. I actually thought they may have been a team that may have fallen out of the eight, but you know they were outstanding yesterday, um, yesterday against Adelaide. And you know, St Kilda are the ones where you, where you think yourself, you know, could, can they stay in? They've got a, they haven't got a bad run out over the next five weeks, but um, you know, they really struggled yesterday when they lost some players. They just didn't have have the run, unfortunately. Um, but I still think Geelong and Adelaide are the ones that'll that'll make the eight. I know Geelong's in there now, and the Bulldogs just, you know, who knows what the Bulldogs are going to do? So the Bulldogs and St Kilda now are probably the two that, if anyone's going to fall out, I think it's probably those two. Max King being out certainly doesn't help the Saints. And, I mean, the way that Ross has been coaching, I really liked what he was doing at the start of the season, but it seems as though he's almost gone back to his old ways where it's just that really low-scoring defensive style. Well, I think they, they played a bit of small ball early because of the likes of King and Membry and these guys that were playing. Uh, you know, so maybe with King out, they, they throw caution to the wind and just say, you know what, we're in a position that we probably didn't think ourselves were going to be in, um, let alone everybody else in the AFL world. You know, sitting in sixth spot after you know sixteen rounds, uh, seventeen rounds. Sorry. So maybe they just go. You know what? Just just throw caution to the wind and, and just just play a little bit of speed and play small ball up forward. You know, Higgins and the likes of these guys. I know Higgins is out at the moment, but. They just seem to be kicking goals and they had their smalls playing and they played a faster brand of football. Hopefully mm. they, they do that and just see what happens. Um, so that'll be exciting for them if they can do that. Um, you know, if they do go back to the old Dow ways, then you know, they're probably more than likely going to find themselves in a bit of trouble. You mentioned you think Adelaide will make the top eight, and I really enjoy watching Adelaide play this season. Tex Walker has turned back the clock. Jordan Dawson has just been such a great big-bodied midfielder and such a great leader as well, which was quite unexpected over the last couple of years. Um, But they did struggle a little bit on the weekend, particularly defensively. They allowed Essendon to to score at will at certain stages throughout that game. But, uh, yeah, what what are your thoughts on, on the Crows? Oh, look, I think... For some reason, they're just struggling a little bit away at home at the moment, and that can happen with a young team. It does take time to understand what is needed to travel, how you travel as an individual, um, you know, what kind of, I guess, schedule you keep for yourself, let alone what the team does. Um, and I think we're starting, we're seeing a little bit of that with some of their younger players. Um, and people might say, well, that's a silly excuse. 
pretty genuine. I remember we had a time at Geelong when we were young and we lost something around 20 away games in a row. And then in 2007, when we matured, we, we became a really good team. We ended up going on a run where we won 20-plus uh, away games in a row. So it does take time to understand yourself and the way that you prepare and all of those sort of things when you're away. And maybe that's a little bit of, of Adelaide at the moment. Um, they really do struggle away. But when they're at home, they're, they're a fun, free-flowing team. They look exciting. So hopefully with their, their home games uh, coming up over the next few weeks, you know, they can get on the winner's board and, and really just keep in mm. touch with that top eight. All right, a couple more before I let you go, Moons. We had the Geelong-North-Melbourne matchup on the weekend, so it was the Cam Mooney Cup, and uh, the Cat is coming out on top pretty comprehensively. How do you think uh, Geelong are travelling? Yeah, look, I like where they're at at the moment, Dave, to be honest. They uh, obviously started the year 0-3, and three, then went on a 5-zip and zip run, and then basically they got injuries and uh, everything started to go wrong a little bit. But I've said now for a while, if they can get their players back with their starting two, Cam Guthrie's really the only one that's missing. I know Jeremy Cameron will come back from his head knock. Uh, you, you'd expect this week. But um, Guthrie's probably the only big-name player that hasn't played for a while and probably still missing for a few more weeks. But once they get everybody up and going, and I think they will, and they should, you know, finish somewhere in the eight, even if it's the bottom half of the, the top eight, I, I think they're a team that can make a run and go all the way. Um, at least to a prelim and, and probably a grand final, if they're good enough. Um, you know, we are talking about a team that last year was premiers. Obviously, had some ups and downs this year, but when everything goes right for them, they're still one of the best teams in the competition. So uh, I wouldn't want to play them early in a final series, that's for sure, mate. And the two WA teams, West Coast, uh, one of the worst teams in recent memory. Uh, another poor loss on the weekend to the Lions at the Gabba. And, and Freo, they, they've uh, had a bit of a fall from grace uh, in, in recent weeks and particularly coming off the back of a, a semi-final season in 2022. Yeah, look, West Coast, you just, unfortunately, you just got to put a line through this season and get it done as quick as possible. It's just, it has been one of those years one of the most forgettable years that you would want if you're a West Coast person, supporter, player, staff, coaches, whatever you are. But you just want this season to be done with. And hopefully things can turn around pretty quickly after this, this season. So, And from a Fremantle point of view, um, I'm so disappointed with them yesterday against Carlton. Uh, this is a team that I honestly picked as, as a sneaky top four at the start of the year. Um, you know, Funnily enough, they're still only a game out of the eight, rising, uh, and their run, you know, their run's not a not a great run, but not an overly hard run. But I, they're just not playing the brand of football that I expected, or, or, or was hoping that they would take this season. So they've got a little bit of work to do. Uh, hopefully, things can turn around for them. But right now, yeah, I mean, we know what West Coast are, but Fremantle is probably for me the more disappointing team just at the moment, where I thought they would be. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not looking as though they will turn things around. A couple of injuries as well don't help. But uh, there are some certain upsides for the Dockers, for the Eagles. We haven't really found too much uh, of those throughout 2023. Moons, it's been a pleasure uh, chatting on the program this afternoon. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, easy done, mate. Take care. Speak soon.